You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., episode 109. With wholesaling, you are reaching sellers who really maybe might not have any alternatives or just might be in a, a bind and need help immediately. And it's just really, it's really great to do that. And then also the financial rewards are outstanding mm-hmm. as well. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. Investor Grit presents Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling with your hosts, Tom Kroll and Cody Hoffheim. Hello, Rhino Nation. It is Brent Daniels again. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Each and every time we get on this podcast, we are trying to bring the best, the most user Friendly, the most take action now information that is on the podcasts. So, thank you so much for listening. One thing that I want to start today out with is I want to start out with the thought of reading business books. Okay. I think it's if you talk to anybody that is making an extreme amount of money or has been mentoring a lot of people, one commonality that they will all tell you is that they read a lot of books. So, my challenge to you is this. This is something that's really, really helped me out. The first thing is buy the books. Now buy them actual, buy the actual books, the actual, you know, tangible hold in your hand books. Okay. And then get a highlighter out and just try to read 10 pages a day. Just try to read 10 pages of day, a day of really, really good business books. And if you want a resource for those, they are all over the investor grit Facebook page. So please try that out. 10 pages a day. I am telling you, it's going to impact you incredibly. And the second thought, the second part is I have been told that if you want to increase your vocabulary, what you want to do is you want to read out loud for 30 minutes a day. It sounds kind of crazy. You might sound like a crazy person. Get by yourself. You know, whatever you need to do, go sit in the car in a parking lot. I don't care. But read out loud. It is it is so, so powerful. So try that out. And the third thing that I want to touch on before we get into this incredible interview is something that Todd Toback had shared with me and my whole team this week. That is, he teaches all of his people in his company to have certainty and likability. Okay, so what does that mean? Certainty in the process of buying the property, certainty in the price that you're offering to the home sellers. I know oftentimes with myself, with my staff, with everything that's going on, sometimes you three, you're thinking that this number is going to be so low that you almost sabotage it before it gets out of your mouth. You know, you say something along like, well, you know, this is just the starting figure. You know, I mean, I'm just throwing something out to see where you're at. You know what I mean? No, go with certainty. Go with certainty with the numbers that you want to give people because, I mean, it's going to really, really reflect on the way that the sellers respond to you and likability. Do you have that likability? Are you just stone cold out there? Are you nervous? Are you anxious? Be likable. Be yourself. Laugh. Make them laugh. You know, really, really be likable. So those are the three things. One, get business books 
and get them in printed form and highlight the, 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 the passages or the, the sentences or the, the gold nuggets that stick out to you. Two, read out loud to increase your vocabulary. And three, work on your certainty and your likability. Okay. Now, it is my absolute pl- pleasure to bring in from Baltimore, D.C. area, Nana Niarco. Nana, are you there? Yes. Hi, Brent. Hi. Okay, excellent. So you were at the Salt Lake meetup that we all had with Investor Grid, correct? Yes, I was. Okay. And in that... In that um, meetup, we talked a lot about the TTP process, right? We talked about being proactive, picking up the phone, making calls, reaching out to homeowners, and seeing if they would consider an offer. And not only were you there and listening, you actually took action on it. Is that right? Yeah, I did. Um, It's been a really awesome experience just from that one event. Excellent. So, so walk us through this. Let's, let's talk about a specific deal. Let's talk about what you did and, you know, kind of how this all unfolded. Let's really, you know, let's look at this through a microscope and, 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 and bring as much value as we can. Okay. 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 So where is, uh, let's, let's talk about where the property is. What was the situation? What was the motivation? What was the timeline? Let's go through some of the, the meat and potatoes. Okay, sure. So this was a property in um, in Maryland. So I live in D- in Washington D.C., but we're right between you know Maryland and Virginia. So I kind of work both areas. Um, and this was a property in Riverdale, Maryland, kind of right on the border of D.C. Um, it's a single family home, and uh, it was owned by an older gentleman. He found him off the tax delinquent list. Okay. In- Prince George's County. Um, so he's behind on taxes. And we just cold called him, reached out to him and used, you know, your TTP script and just kind of got some information from him, found out that he had recently, unfortunately, had um, two strokes in the last year. And he had um, two wives who had passed away in the home. So he really wasn't living in the home anymore. He was kind of staying with friends and family. Um, so when we called, he he said, you know, yeah, I'm definitely ready to sell. I'm not doing anything with the house. It's basically just sitting there and it's vacant. No one's in it. Okay. So let's rewind a little bit. So you said you got him on the tax default list. How do you get that in your area? For me, for this area, I just found the list online. Um, so the county actually has, it took a little while to find it. You know, it's like buried deep somewhere on the web, but I did find it earlier this year. So I just kind of downloaded that list and, and it's just a, the, a list of all the properties in the county that have defaulted on taxes and haven't, you know, paid them in, I think, the last year. So did it come from the county? Did it come from like a third party resource that like scrapes the county for information? Do you remember? It came directly from the county. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Yeah. And something something for everybody listening out there, uh, the county typically will have that list. I know here in Phoenix, you literally have to go into the um, the treasurer's office and they will give you a CD of all of the tax delinquents. Uh, that CD is usually written in some crazy language that you need to have like a secret code for. So I highly suggest that you, if, if it's the same in your area, you take that CD or whatever they give you, you make sure 
sure that you uh, put it onto like a Google Drive and you share it with somebody on Fiverr or Upwork to kind of crack the code so that you're not, you know, looking at this with like cross-eyed because you have no idea what the addresses are or the homeowners or what type of property it is. You know, just have somebody figure that out, make it simple for you, and then you can reach out and either mail them or call them or whatever you want to do, door knock, whatever you want to do. But uh, that's just some advice there with tax defaults because tax defaults are very, very excellent uh, to to target and to go after. It's a great list. I know that uh, Rebo Gateway does a does a really good job of uh, taking those lists and, and and getting them really clean for you. So that's a that's a resource as well. Okay, so you got their number. How did you get How did you get the number for the tax defaults? Um, so I skip traced for their number. So I, you know, reached out to someone who uses LexisNexis and just sent them the list and they kind of, you know, did their thing and found all the phone numbers or as many as possible for each address and uh, just reached out to them that way. Okay. Did you, did you hand dial them? Did you put it into a dialer? Uh, if oh. so, what did you, what did you use to call them? Yeah, I used a dialer, Mojo Mojo Dialer or Mojo Cells. Uh-huh. Um, so I uploaded the list into the dialer and we just kind of, it kind of cold calls or it cold calls all the numbers for you. Um, mm-hmm. So we just kind of went through and it just was dialing the phone numbers as we, as we go. Got it. And in this, it, it, is this business your, are, are you doing this full-time? Is this your, is, is, is this part-time? It's kind of tell me a little bit more about you. Yeah, it's part-time for me right now. Uh-huh. Um, I'm also an attorney and um, I do contract work, settlement work, um, kind of all over DC and Maryland. Um, so I have times where businesses you know, booming in times where things are a little slow. Sure. Um, so things are slowing down just because it's the fall season. Mm-hmm. So my goal is to transition totally to full time doing wholesaling. Um, but right now it's still still part time. Full time wholesaling as opposed to being an attorney. Wow. <laughs> that that tells you right now, I'm telling you people out there, the potential for this business is so incredible. I am telling you, telling you, telling you. It's not only super exciting, right? I mean, yeah. isn't it just so much more exciting than the than the kind of like slow day that you're having, you know, just being an attorney? Yeah, for me it's a lot it's a lot more exciting. Um there's so much potential. Of course, being an attorney, you're helping people, but sure. with wholesaling, you are reaching sellers who really maybe might not have any alternatives or just might be in a, a bind and need help immediately. And it's just really, it's really great to do that. And then also the financial rewards are outstanding mm-hmm. as well. So, Oh, for um, sure. <laughs> yeah. For sure. So were you making the calls or did you did you find somebody to make the calls like who who reached out who was the initial contact with this uh, gentleman so for this um it was i did hire someone to help me make calls um so this a young lady angela she's on my team now she's awesome and so she reached out to him she was doing the cold calls that's awesome so was she i mean is she in your office with you does she live with you is this like <laughs> You know, somebody that you see on a daily basis? No, she's totally remote. She actually lives in California. So wow. I, okay. So how did you find her? Everybody wants to know, how do I find people to make calls for me? I found 
found her on Craigslist. I just put <laughs> right. Yeah, you put out an ad. Yeah, and I hi, I loved her energy because she also found my company phone number. So she called. She called me several times, and I was like, "Okay, this is awesome. Wow. She's good at calling." Yep. So yeah, she's she's been amazing. So how much? How much time does she work for you? How much time is she making calls for you right now? Um, right now, she's doing about two to three hours a day, four days a week. I want to take a quick pause and just say it would mean the world to us if you would subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. It makes such a difference, and there are incredible people working behind the scenes to bring you the absolute best podcast possible. So if you could take the 30 extra seconds and just subscribe, rate, and review, that would mean so much to us. Thank you so much. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. And what what happens? Does she does she talk to people and then she gets the lead and just emails it to you? Yeah, so she talks to people and she was emailing me like the hot sheet in Mojo, which has all of the seller information. Yep. Um, but now I kind of I also use Podio as my CRM where I kind of keep all my leads. So I made a web form for her so she can kind of just enter all the information there. Um, and then if it's a really hot lead, she'll also just give me a call about it and talk to me about what's going on. And that's what's ha- what happened with this particular deal. Um, she sent it to me, but she also called me and said, hey, you know, um, this gentleman really sounds like he is ready uh, to sell kind of immediately. Excellent. And explain a little bit, how competitive is your market in, in Baltimore, D.C. area? It's extremely competitive, especially D.C. and right outside of D.C. Um, there are lots of wholesalers, lots of rehabbers, fix and flippers. And then the retail market is banana Booming. pants crazy. Yeah, yeah it's, <laughs> yep. it's, it's really hot right now here. So um, it's it's pretty competitive. And you said your your college name was Angela. Is that right? Yes, Angela. Is Angela running uh, up against a lot of competition when she's calling people? Do a lot of people say, hey, I, I've been called five times. Why are people calling me? No, not at all. They always say, oh, I'm surprised to get a call. I hadn't even thought about it or I, or I was thinking about it and you called at the perfect time. So, yep. no, she doesn't have that sort of competition with the calls because I guess a lot of people are doing, you know, mailing. So we'll, we'll have people say, oh, yeah, I've gotten a lot of postcards mm-hmm. about this house, um, but not calls. I am telling you, everybody listening out there, listen to what was just said. I am telling you, there is no competition out there. Nobody consistently is making calls to homeowners, and it is so profitable. Listen, be proactive. If you, I, I mean, just listen to what's going on here. If you are gonna, if you're gonna go out there every single day and try to find opportunities and talk to people every single day, you will win. It's just picking up the phone and making the calls. You need to have that courage to be able to do it. I absolutely love this. So let's let's kind of let's let's get back to the to the actual transaction. So what did you put the the property under contract for with this gentleman? Um, so we put it under contract for 120000 Okay. And then what did you sell it for? 
We sold it for one hundred and forty thousand, um, and a realtor brought the buyer mm-hmm. um, because I do have some investor agents on my buyers list. So I did pay him a portion of the via commission. We made about fifteen thousand. Here's the deal: you are the first one, Nana, that's going to get the uh, the new bell that was actually brought to me. Up until now, oh, everybody's yeah. got a diner bell. So hold on. I'm excited. <laughs> Woo-hoo! <laughs> oh, that feels so good. I hope. Oh, it does. I've been that. dreaming about this bell ever <laughs> since I started the the program or joined the tribe. Like I'm like, oh my gosh, one day I'm gonna get the yes. bell rung just for me. Absolutely, ah, yes. and you got it. I mean, <laughs> so you got the very first one from from uh, me hosting it. So that is awesome. I am so happy it was you. So you reach out. How big is your buyer base? How how big is your buyers list? So right now it's around 13, 1400. Holy cow. And how'd you build that? So it's been, I've had, I had a VA add some investor agents and then I've gone to RIA meetings over the years. Cause I've been in, interested in real estate and wholesaling and investing for a while. Like even when I was in law school, I, I was kind of playing around with it, but I wasn't consistent, didn't really have deals going. Every time I go somewhere where investors are, I'm just collecting business cards and um, adding cash buyers. And then also from Craigslist and just reaching out to, you know, auctions, going to uh, foreclosure sales and seeing the buyers that are there. So it's, it's just been a lot over the course of the last year, I'd say. Sure. So you mentioned there that you have VA do finding buyers for you. What does that mean? Um, so I have a virtual assistant who kind of does a few different tasks for me in terms of uh, finding cash buyers. So she will go online and see like cash transactions. She'll she'll find real estate agents who work with cash buyers. How does she How does she find them? Well, I'm I'm also a licensed agent, yep. so I do have access to the MLS in my sure. in my market. Sure. So she goes on as an assistant, um, and she's just pulling uh, the last the recent uh, cash transactions. Sure. In the last, I think, three months or so, and right. reaching out to those agents. Awesome, 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 and and it, and she just builds it. And what do you pay for her? I pay four dollars an hour. Woo. <laughs> yeah, to build up your buyer, your cash buyer database. Everybody take note of that. That is huge. I'm telling you, the bigger your cash buyer database, the bigger your assignment uh, fees will be. It is an absolute fact. So when you get got this property, uh, do you just do you, do you ma- do you email it? Do you text blast it? Like how do you how do you let people know of the opportunity? Um, so I do a couple things. I email and I text blast initially. Um, and texting has been really phenomenal, especially with this last deal. So I text blasts out the details and I also email them. Who do you use to text? I use Callfire. Awesome. Callfire. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. And and you just put in your the numbers and the, the contact information there and then press a couple buttons and it sends out? Yeah, exactly. I just put you know, what most buyers are looking for, where is the property located, the asking price, the, you know, what it would sell for renovated and how much I think a repairs might cost. Just basic details um, so that they know what 
what the property is. And I have similar information in the email blast that I send to you. Got it. Love it. And was this property, I mean, this property was probably like really, really clean. There was probably no personal property there. It was, it was just, he just, he just picked up and grabbed his clothes and left and it was just totally clean, right? No, not at all. Um, He had lived there, you know, over 30 years and he had over 30 years worth of items in the house. I'm not sure if I mentioned um, he had had some you know, deaths in the family over the that time. So it was just, it was tons and tons and tons of stuff in the house, old furniture, just a lot of stuff. Uh, so we ended up, you know, because our buyers were expecting it to be delivered vacant. So we ended up helping him because he was, you know, older gentleman on his own. Um, he did have some family, but they weren't helping as, as much as he would like. So we did end up helping him get rid of a lot of those things. Um, we hired uh, a service out here to kind of come collect a lot of the, you know, a lot of his belongings that he wanted donated or just didn't want anymore. And it was several trucks worth of, of things um, that just had to be moved out. And you had to help with all that. Yeah. So we, we got a service, a service out here called one, two, three junk. And they're amazing. Um, And they came by, you know, we kind of explained to them what was in the house. They came by and also did an estimate. Initially we thought it would be about, two trucks worth of, of stuff, but it ended up being about 10. Oh, um, holy cow. Yeah. So it was, it was quite a bit. Um, but you know, we helped him out with that just so that he could have peace of mind. Cause he was doing a lot of this on his own. He just wanted to be able to get in and get his personal effects, the personal effects of his, his previous wife and kind of go from there. And there were a lot of RVs and, and vehicles on the property. So it was, it was a lot of stuff mm-hmm. uh, for him to try to deal with by himself. Sure, sure. And he, here's the deal. You need to find a good junk person. In this yeah. business, you just need to find, and if it's one, two, three junk, that's phenomenal. If it's just a guy that junks out properties, find him. I've got a guy here that will junk out anything, and he loves it because he sells it all at, like, um, the recycled metal, you know, place. I guess. Yeah. So he loves it. Uh, <laughs> but find that person because it, you're going to run across it, um, you know, time and time again. So, Nana, it, it, okay. First of all, what, if you're talking to, now you're just talking to somebody that's brand new, never done a deal, is so excited about wholesaling, listens to the podcast religiously, is really just getting as much information as possible. What advice would you give somebody that has never done a deal? Um, Well, I would say, and I know a lot of people say this on the podcast, but definitely get a mentor because like I mentioned before, I've been interested in real estate and kind of played around with it for years now. Um, And every time I actually have a mentor or a coach that I'm listening to what they say and also listen to what they say and do what they say, my business, you know, skyrockets. And and otherwise, I'm kind of trying to reinvent the wheel and starting from ground zero. It makes it a lot harder. So if you have someone that you resonate who resonates with you um, or that you resonate with, that it makes sense for you to work with them, I would say definitely do it because it makes a huge difference in cutting down the amount of time that it takes you to get to that first deal. And you can always ask them questions um, and just get that feedback that you you wouldn't be able to necessarily on your own. Absolutely. 
Well, thank you so much. That was yes. so, so, so wonderful. Thank you so much. And everybody out there listening, here's the deal. If you are looking to get into the wholesaling business, you absolutely have to go to wholesalinginc.com and request a call. If you want to talk to me, that would be great. You need to get into the Wholesaling Inc. program, join the Rhino Tribe, take it seriously, invest in yourself, and take action now. If you want to make cold calling a major, major, major marketing channel in your business, you absolutely have to go to www.wholesalinginc forward slash TTP. It'll schedule a call with me and we will get you going. The path is already laid out for you. Let me put you in the rocket ship and shoot you down there, okay? So again, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Nana, for being here. You brought so much value, and I really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at InvestorGrit.com by joining the mailing list as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe with your hosts, Tom Kroll and Cody Hoffheim. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.